This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. The the, the winds of change are blowing through Raider Nation, and Silver and Black Today keeps you up to date with the latest news and views about your Las Vegas Raiders. Touchdown, Las Vegas! With insight, opinions, and interviews, we're on the cutting edge of what's happening now. Now, now. The latest on your Raiders and the NFL. Scott Goldbranson and Mo Moten. Welcome back to Silver and Black Today, an Odyssey original podcast covering the Las Vegas Raiders. Do us a favor, make sure you subscribe to the show wherever you get your audio and to our YouTube viewers, or if you're watching us on uh, Twitch, or if you're watching us on Facebook or Rumble, wherever you are, thank you for being with us and we appreciate the chat and the comments and liking the video and subscribing to the channel. So thank you very much for that. Momo and Scott Branson back with you. We're talking Raiders quarterbacks. Yes, the future of quarterback for the Raiders here on today's show. Next segment, we're going to get to your voice. Yes, we're going to listen to you voicemails, read some emails in our, our popular Raider Nation mailbag segment coming up next. All right, Mo, we, talk about, we talked about the young quarterbacks last segment. Now we're talking about the free agent pool. We know a couple of them. Uh, of course, Kirk Cousins is the biggest fish out there as far as uh, free agents go. Kirk Cousins, I don't think, is a target or would be a target for the Raiders, not only because of the cost, but because of where he's at in his career. And I just don't see a great fit there. Now, we don't know who the offensive coordinator is. Maybe maybe there would be a fit with the the style of play. I just don't see a fit there for the Raiders. So let's look at, uh, and I want to get some of your comments here, Mo. Let's look at the top free agent quarterbacks as we show a graphic here, and I'll read it out for our listeners. Uh, the top eight, <laughs> and really, when you get past four-ish, it makes me nervous. Uh, Kirk Cousins, as I mentioned, number two, Baker Mayfield, of course, coming off a career year in Tampa Bay. I think he'll resign there. Ryan Tannehill, I know, I know. I think he's over the 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 hill as well. Excuse the pun. Garden Minshew, at number four, Jacoby Brissett at five, Jameis Winston, who's interesting to me, and I predicted in my bold Raiders column at, at the beginning of the year that he would sign with the Raiders. I know, I know. And then number seven, Marcus Mariota. Remember him? And then number eight, Tyrod Taylor, who I think has been on like 15 NFL teams. So you look at that list, Mo, and 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 it doesn't really, it doesn't really excite you if the Raiders can't draft somebody. Uh, we know they need a veteran to bring in. You and I have been talking about Justin Fields, which has been very polarizing in Raider Nation. Some people like the idea. Some people hate the idea. But when you look at that free agent pool, 
Yeah. Not a lot of great options if you're Tom Telesco and the draft doesn't work out. Yeah, I'm there there were rumors about what Kirk Cousins is gonna ask for on the market. He's probably whatever the price is, he's gonna be the most costly free agent quarterback available if the Vikings were to move on from him. Just remember, keep in mind he's coming off of a torn Achilles, getting up there in age, not a very mobile quarterback. So if you're going to add a Kirk Cousins, you better have a, at least a solid offensive line. I think we agree on this. I think Baker Mayfield is probably going to wind up staying in Tampa, even though he lo- he just lost his offensive coordinator and Dave uh, Canales. Uh, I think he stays in Tampa and has uh, another ye- another solid year there. Maybe they promote Thad Lewis, who's also uh, you know a favorite of Raider Nation to be an offensive coordinator. Maybe Tampa promotes within keep and they keep Baker Mayfield and keep that offense rolling. Mm. But as you said, looking at this list is not very inspiring. The only thing I will say is that because the Raiders haven't hired an offensive coordinator yet, I want to see who they hire as a play caller because that play caller may want to bring in a veteran signal caller who's played in his system. Yeah. So once we know who the offensive coordinator is, then we can connect the dots on maybe you know who would they sign as a as a, a bargain bin or as a as a you know as a veteran free agent come in and push Aiden O'Connor for the number two spot and possibly compete for the starting job along with the rookie. Yeah, that's where that's where I think uh, people people have to look at that and say, okay, when it comes to free agents, don't get too excited. There's just nobody who's going to move you. There might be somebody there who's serviceable, and then some people might argue, well, then why don't you just go with O'Connell, right? Because if, if you're going to go, the difference is, to your point, offensive coordinator and the system, if there's somebody out there who runs the system, has more experience in it, and can move a little bit more in the pocket. Even Jacoby Brissett can do that. I'm not advocating for Jacoby Brissett. I'm just saying he can. He can move a little more with his legs, even in his advanced years. But uh, but so so when you look at that, you have to kind of I think temper your expectations. If that one of the other names that's been out there because it's he's going to be released, and it's interesting because people are bringing it up. When I when we brought it up a year ago, people were, were or two years ago, people were crazy telling calling us crazy is uh, Russell Wilson. The Broncos are going to release Russell Wilson and eat that massive, massive contract. Um, Tell me what you think of Russell Wilson and some of these Raider fans and and folks who are questioning whether or not he would be a fit in Vegas. I I question the fit in Vegas. I mean, listen, I don't know Russell Wilson personally, but reading the reports of how he, not that he was a bad person in Denver or Seattle, but the reports and form his former teammates, some of them say that he could be a bit standoffish. Now that doesn't that has nothing to do with his production on the field. A productive quarterback no. is a productive quarterback. Right. But you, if you're building a culture, not to say that every player has to have the same personality, you have to be careful of whom you add, who you're adding to the locker room, and yes. how that can change the dynamics of the complexion of a locker room, especially at a leader position, a leadership position like the quarterback spot. So, the, so you can add a, a standoffish safety or cornerback, and it may not mean much. I mean, not to say those positions aren't important, but when you're, again, touching the football on every, every snap yeah. and you have to be a communicator, all of that stuff matters. And I think I, I just don't see how Russell Wilson's personality matches with what the Raiders are building with their culture under Antonio Pierce. That's not to say that they won't consider him because if they're looking for a serviceable quarterback and they don't like Justin Fields or any other free agents that you put up on the screen a moment ago, then they may go with Russell Wilson if they feel like they're not going to get the quarterback of their choice in the draft. But I just don't see the fit beyond his personality and culture fit. I'll say this again. Russell Wilson is a, is a, is a smaller quarterback under six feet who doesn't deliver the ball 
a ton to the middle of the field or in the seam area. So that can negate or slow down Michael Mayer's progression development because mm. Russell Wilson doesn't have a track record of, of throwing to his pass catching tight ends. You can look right. at his his uh, seasons in Denver. You can look at his seasons in Seattle. You know, there, there were some flashes there with some of the tight ends that he's played with, but not a lot of high production in the passing game from him with the tight end. So I would be wary of Russell Wilson, especially when it comes to Michael Mayer's development. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right. And I, and I think it's not bad mouthing Russell Wilson to say this. Oh, I just think no, to your, to your point about culture, I think, I don't think he fits in with Antonio Pierce's vision for the team as he's articulated it to us. Right. That's not to say you can't be a quiet quarterback or more, like you said, more reserved, but on the field, you have to lead in a certain way. And I think the circus, and it's not his fault. The circus that comes with Russell Wilson too, uh, yeah. because of his wife's fame, because of his fame and all the stuff that he does at that point in his career I don't, to your point about the locker room, I just don't see that as a fit. I think a rookie quarterback fits because a rookie quarterback is going to come in and have to earn his stripes. I think the right veteran coming in as well can fit as well. But I do think that with a quarterback, to your point, 100%, a quarterback's personality in this case will matter. And I think it's got to fit and mesh well with that locker room. Like I said, young player, they'll fit in, they'll figure it out, they'll be molded. A veteran player who comes in, I think, has to be somebody, even if they're a quiet leader, as long as they're 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 a leader and people see that and their reputation precedes them, okay. But I think the Russell Wilson thing, like you said, they could end up doing it if they have to. I just don't I, I don't see it happen. I, I bet you it's not top five on their list. And the other thing is when I look at this Raiders team, <laughs> I, I get more of a blue collar vibe not to Correct. say that russell wilson isn't a hard worker but russell wilson is more of a like you say he he comes with some glitz and glamour so yes. he's won a super bowl before you know a lot of people if that's your living under a rock know who his wife is there's some type there's a <laughs> there's a level of celebrity that comes with russell wilson and the raiders just just aren't that right now and and that's that goes to my point about culture fit personality fit yes. and how and how a quarterback fits as in a leadership position with, with his football team. Right. And if you look at their three stars, and I'm going to count Josh Jacobs in there until he's um, um, officially not a Raider, they're all, if you look at their personalities, to me, all lunch pail guys, including Devontae Adams, right? I mean, these are, Devontae Adams, one of the best in the league. Max Crosby, one of the best in the league. Josh Jacobs, obviously, one of the best in the league. Those guys are not flashy. <laughs> they are, and, and I love that you made that point because I, I agree with you. And that's court, that's sort of if you're going back to the old days, that's the Raider way, right? It's about just punching you in the mouth, going to work, working hard, and so yeah, I think that's not the best fit for them. So we'll see what they do. Uh, I do. They have to bring in some veterans, um, at least one to go in that room, uh, and it could be two, depending if how the draft. If they if they whiff in the draft on quarterback, then they're going to have to explore those avenues. And we'll see what happens there as well. But they're going to have to clear that room off. Hoyer gone. Garoppolo gone. Garoppolo, people, oh, he's got trade value. He does not have trade value. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> and, and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I don't think I am. I just don't the, see it happening. 
Scott, the only way I can see Garoppolo being traded is if they package him with a draft pick. That'll be the only that to me that'll be the only way it happens. And you see mm-hmm. this with certain players who don't have much trade value. Is you're gonna have to package him and entice other teams. Okay, we don't love Garoppolo his contract, but we want that draft pick. And it's gonna have to be a decent draft pick. I'm not talking yeah. like a sixth or seventh round. I'm talking no. like a you know, early mid round pick if they're gonna trade him. Probably right. Yeah, I just don't see that happening. But so we'll see. But that's the <laughs> lowdown on the the shallow free agent pool. I mean, it is what it is, folks. So we'll see what the Raiders do and and what pops open. You don't know what players are available for trade. That's why we talked about the Justin Fields opportunity. Mo, is there anybody else out there from a trade perspective from a veteran that might not – I'm not talking about somebody who's going to cost you a first, second, or even a third-round pick. Is there any veterans out there that might be worth thinking about from a trade perspective? To be honest, not that I can think of off the top of my head. <laughs> I mean, I we, we, we talked about the two top – uh, well, the top trade option, which a lot of people are talking about, is Justin Fields, mm-hmm. and I and like you, I believe he will be available for trade once the Bears officially make it official that they're going to draft Caleb Williams. Scott, if you remember, the Bears put out a highlight video of Justin Fields, and a lot of people were reading into it to say, "Oh, they're keeping Justin Fields; they're trying to up his trade value." Listen. Justin Fields' film is out there. No highlight package is going to increase or devalue <laughs> his his trade his his trade buzz. It, right. To me, that looked like a "thanks, but we're moving on" type video. But other than Correct. other than Justin Fields, I think Russell Wilson could ultimately be traded. But we'll I, I don't think the Raiders should jump into that because there were reports saying that the Raiders may trade for Russell Wilson. I don't see that as a scenario because why would you want to bail the Broncos out of a bad contract or a contract that division. they're trying to get out of? In yeah. your own division. I yeah. don't see a trade happening. An individual individual trades do happen, but mm-hmm. I don't see the Raiders and the Broncos uh, uh making a transaction with J- Russell Wilson. I think ultimately the Raiders are gonna either sign a veteran or they go after Justin Fields. Yeah, and there, there are remember, I we gave you that list of free agents. There are others available. There's the Sam Darnolds of the world. I mean, you know, the guys that yeah. never kind of lived Hand up to up. the potential. And so those guys are available too, uh, but I didn't name them on there because I just didn't think they were somebody that the Raiders would go to. Because you know, you, you, again, would I would I take those guys over Aiden O'Connell? Probably not. I mean, some of them can move a little bit, including Wilson and Jones and these guys. But I, I just don't see any upside to them when you have a guy in house that you picked in the fourth round. I think could do just as well. So that's why we kept it to that. But anyway, that's the discussion on quarterback. We'll see. It's going to be fascinating. And we're going to have to wait until the draft and see what goes on between now and then. It's only a month away. Now that we're in February, today is the 1st of February. Of course, tomorrow's Groundhog Day, just in case you guys forgot. So we'll see. (laughs) We'll see what happens over the next month. All right. We're going to take our final break. When we come back, we're going to get to your calls and your emails on the Raider Nation mailbag. You're with Scott and Mo. This is Silver and Black Today. Do not go anywhere. Coming right back.